What's up, guys? It's uh, Thomas Flower, and I'm here with my buddy Adil once again to bring you another awesome podcast for fitness, wellness, and or basically uh, organicfit.tv. Yep. What's up, guys? I hope uh, you guys enjoyed the other episodes. And then today we're bringing actually a really good uh, topic, which is testosterone, you know. So we're hoping the ladies won't just, as uh, soon as they hear, they see or hear the testosterone uh, word, turn it off and move on. I think you should totally listen to this because it's going to help you too. So today's topic is seven healthy foods that will raise your testosterone level. Yep, exactly. And then testosterone is key in men and women. So you definitely hit the nail on the head with that. I see way too many women that uh, shy away from the word testosterone because they, they think that it's this horrible thing that's only good in, in, for men. And they think that testosterone is automatically steroid, no matter that it's still occurring in your body naturally. And it's a key component, a key hormone to sustain life and to have hormonal balance in your body to maintain muscle mass and stay lean. In fact, ladies, testosterone is what allows you to hold the muscle that you do have. And an increase in testosterone doesn't mean that you're going to have an increase in muscle mass, but it does mean that you're going to be able to retain that. So uh, so listen closely because this definitely applies to you as well. Exactly. So uh, it's not just men, it's women as well. So uh, and then testosterone is one of the most important hormones that you know, in fact, it's like probably the the most important, right? But when it when it when it comes to fitness and, and maintaining muscle mass, there's no doubt about it. It's the it's the flagship hormone. So, and um, I think it goes beyond that too. I mean, it goes be you know it goes to uh, to hit our sex life. It hits our you know the strength of our bones. It hits our you know maybe even the mood. Oh right? yeah. And it, it yeah. to- totally helps the mood. It also helps the fat basically be, be distributed into the proper areas. Like you look at, uh, you know, and I mean this with the utmost respect to everybody. It doesn't come, uh, hopefully it doesn't come across that way. But, you know, wim- women hold their fat different places than men do. And that's simply because of different levels of testosterone in the body. Uh, you know, women tend to hold more of their weight around the hips and the area like that, whereas men tend to hold it more around the belly and a lot of times in sometimes in the legs as well, but mostly in the belly. And that's simply because of the distribution of testosterone and, and our distribution of weight due to testosterone. So uh, women, if you increase your testosterone levels a little bit, you can help balance that out if you're having trouble. Uh, for those of you that have a lot of issues holding weight in the legs and the lower body increasing your testosterone levels ever so slightly can actually help that quite a bit yeah and i i honestly i almost think that i want to change the the title of uh the, uh, the podcast you know call it seven healthy foods that will raise your happiness or mood level or something because i'm i'm sure people when you they see the testosterone they're just going to be like uh no uh, probably I'm not I'm not interested but yeah I'm, I'm glad that we're we're kind of going to touch on that so so again if you want to build muscle burn fat boost energy and sex drive testosterone is what you want to boost naturally so we have a list of foods that um that we're going to share with you that's going to help you do so Exactly. And, and these foods are, you know, some of them are also aphrodisiacs because when you help increase your testosterone levels, you can help increase your sex drive, which for those of you that are, you know, looking to uh, spice things up a little bit in the bedroom as well. These are also good topics for you. And let's face it, you know, it's at the end of the day, 
uh, sex drives a lot of us. So if you're feeling good and you've got a lot of vitality and you're feeling like everything is just grooving, your sex drive is high, it means you're typically hormonally healthy because let's face it, a, a healthy person uh, wants to procreate. That's the way it is. So when your sex drive is high, you're in a very healthy place. Um, and I know it's it's kind of taboo to talk about it, but we're talking about health and it's, the, it's just the truth. So mm-hmm. um, Adil, you had actually compiled a list of some foods as well as I did, um, and, and the foods that you came across were, were pretty interesting. I mean, I, I listed some of these foods as just through my experience, specifically working with women, because I, I specifically worked with women in this case because I was trying to help them lower estrogen levels. And in the process of lowering estrogen levels, we we do increase the testosterone a lot of times, or at least increase the ratio of uh, free testosterone to estrogen flowing through the body. And um, so it's interesting some, seeing some of the foods that you got. So I'll let you go ahead and kind of yeah. uh, lead off. And, and I just want to make point out that, you know, f- the reason why we did that is just because a lot of people, a lot of listeners that's going to be between, um, I don't know, like we, we are covering a lot of age range in our listeners. And then for we're talking about uh, this one will concern, you know, the older folks. Of older people that uh, their natural testosterone drops. This is something that just happens. This is totally natural. I think there is some study that says after 30, is that what it is, Thomas? After 30, your natural testosterone drops? I've seen it even lower. I've seen it really? at 20, 25. Your, your natural levels start to decrease. I don't remember the exact percentage of how much they decrease every year, but definitely after 30. In fact, uh, one study that I read said that a 35-year-old, pretty much anyone over 35, would, by medical standards, qualify for testosterone replacement treatment, almost all of them. Uh, I don't, as a fitness professional necessarily recommend running out to your doctor and getting on some form of testosterone replacement if you're a male i think there's a lot of ways that you can increase it naturally but uh, unfortunately due to the western diet and the american diet there's a lot of things that have happened to drop our testosterone levels over time and uh, so you know we're seeing this epidemic of lower testosterone levels than we've ever seen before and it, it really it sucks it just flat out sucks it really does um so so yeah so let's just jump in, jump right in and then uh, our first food that i I uh, will come up with here is broccoli. So broccoli is considered a superfood, obviously, you know, along with other superfood families that, you know, one should consume. It's full of potassium, folates, and vitamin A and C and B6. Also, it has the sulforane, so, uh, which is which studies show that it helps preventing cancer. So that's, that's or fighting cancer, which is amazing. And a cancer could be a liver, lung, bladder, or skin. So definitely something that you want to keep consuming um not sure how to consume so so a lot of people will steam it or will boil it or will roast it what would be the best way to consume broccoli and not lose any of the nutrients Um, raw is always going to be the best uh, because you're going to retain a lot of the nutrients that are in it if you steam it you do start losing the nutrients because they start going into your uh, going into the water that's uh, the steam it kind of carries a lot of the nutrients out so so raw whenever possible because you're going to you know really retain that and it's got since it's got this uh, basically this component is in short known as DIM but it's deondole methane which is known to lower estrogen levels that really shouldn't be cooked out of the broccoli that is a component that is derived that is in the broccoli and is most abundant when it's raw so whenever possible try to get it raw but you're still going to get a benefit of eating it steamed you've just got to eat a little bit more than you normally would 
gotcha. So uh, um, I think that's something I have to use too because I normally just steam it or roast it. But I'm um, trying to get as much nutrients out of it now, so definitely I'm going to try to eat it raw. You already convinced me to eat Brussels sprouts raw, so I'm fine with that now. <laughs> so it's just something I need to get used to. Brussels sprouts are awesome. They're, mm-hmm. they're definitely great. But uh, yeah, when it comes to your broccoli, just you know, start viewing it as more of a uh, more of a veg or not less of a vegetable and more of a vitamin. Uh, you know, when you're taking eating your broccoli, eat it raw, and it may be hard to get it down, but just think, okay, I'm boosting my testosterone levels here. So uh, think of it as just taking a vitamin, mm-hmm. a, a big a big bowl of vitamins. Yeah, the second one in line is uh, eggs. So what do you what do you what do you like about eggs, Thomas? Well, eggs contain basically the, the cholesterols that we need to produce hormones. When we are, uh, when our bodies are producing hormones, they need sterols, they need healthy fats, because that's what cholesterols and hormones are ultimately made up of. You we hear the word cholesterol and we think that it's bad automatically, but we have to remember that our bodies have good cholesterol and they have bad cholesterol. They have HDL and LDL. Those LDLs, those bad cholesterols, those low density lipoproteins, LDL, uh, they will tend to deposit cholesterols and fats in the bloodstream, but good cholesterols actually eradicate that. So um, just a little science and knowledge there on cholesterol. So, But cholesterol builds our hormones. They're uh, metabolized by the liver many times and you know, cholesterol is created by the liver in many instances as well. So when you create this uh, or have this cholesterol abundance, your body can actually convert hormones and, and make them and have that mutation that needs to happen inside your body. So, and, and the omega-3s is a perfect, perfect fat source to to thrive for, for excuse me for testosterone to thrive so when you're eating eggs um, consume a couple of yolks you know have uh, two whole two whole eggs with a couple of egg whites you don't need to go to town on the eggs uh, you just need a little bit of the yolk and the, of course the biotin is also great too the biotin and egg is going to help your hair it's going to help your skin eggs eggs are just plain awesome yeah no it's a I do I do go in town with actually the eggs I I consume a lot of eggs and I um, just just because I'm on on no fat diet type of thing so I have to use a lot of egg whites so and then that's a an organic eggs is the way to go I mean one thing too I was going to ask you a lot of people are confused about cage free right like cage free when they just see that along with cage free and organic so yeah can you clarify that big difference there so cage free means that the chickens aren't in a cage that doesn't mean that they aren't in a pen totally close quarters, you know, going to the bathroom on each other and uh, uh, it can be a rowdy, dirty mess. Just because they're not in a cage doesn't mean that it's healthy. So you really do want to look for free range and you want to look for organic more so than cage-free. Cage-free is a plus because that means you're not having chickens that are crammed in a small cage on top of each other, but you want to look for free range and you want to look for organic because that just means that they're at least consuming, the chickens are consuming organic foods, which means that you're not ultimately consuming soy and corn when you eat those eggs because you are what you eat ate. So absolutely. Absolutely. And that's uh it's more of a marketing thing than anything else. Like oh cage free. Like oh it doesn't mean anything really. Yeah it doesn't doesn't mean the chickens are happier. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so uh, the following food we have here in the in in the lit on the list is spinach. So spinach is full of vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants, and it's a great source of vi- a lot of vitamins, which vitamin A, C, B six, K. I mean, you name it. It's an amazing source of iron and magnesium, folate, 
zinc. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. There's just so many great benefits about um, spinach. Same thing too. It has a. I'm not sure if it has the same component, same uh, components as broccoli, which helps lowering estrogen level, but it does help um, lower an estrogen by increasing testosterone. So Yeah, it, it does have some of the same component as broccoli does. It does have that deondolate methane, which does help reduce that. So, uh, you know, Popeye really knew his shit when he was talking about uh, talking about spinach. And so, again, with that lowering of the estrogen levels, you get the, uh, the just that increase in ratio between testosterone and estrogen, which can ultimately help you. If your estrogen levels are high, then you can be holding some water. You can look a little less, uh, less lean and things like that. And there's so many ways to consume uh, uh, spinach. And, and for those of you women, you know, when you're on your period or anything like that and uh, more apt to be anemic, uh, you can take in some spinach and it's going to be so highly dosed in iron, it's going to help you with that because it's easy to become anemic and get very fatigued if you're losing uh, if you're losing iron that way. So uh, very important there, just on a, another side note outside of testosterone. Gotcha. That's great. Uh, what- Go ahead. What are some of the what are what are some of the ways that you usually do spinach? I usually just throw it in my throw it in my eggs, but well, honestly, I go crazy on on on, uh, on spinach. So one thing I do in the morning, I'll just have it as an with the uh, with eggs. So it's as an omelet. Another thing is I'll have it as a smoothie. So I'll just throw egg, um, not eggs. I don't throw eggs in my smoothies. I used to, <laughs> but uh, I just put spinach, you know, um, in a smoothie and then drink it like that, just because. It's just incredible, amazing. Um, that's probably the ways I do it. Sometimes here and there I do it salad because I consume it a lot in the morning. The last thing I want to have all day is spinach. So you know, only I only constrain it uh, during the day, during in the morning, have with my breakfast uh, for with eggs or with a smoothie. That's it. What about you? No, I uh, you know. A lot of times in my eggs again, Amber actually turned me on to putting it in a smoothie. At first, I was like, spinach in a smoothie? That seems weird. Is it even going to break down? But if you have a good smoothie, you have a Vitamix, you have a Ninja Blender or something like that, it breaks the smoothie, uh, the spinach up really good and actually helps get the nutrients into the smoothie. Um, I'll throw it on anything. I'll saute it with some uh, with some mushrooms, things like that. You know, for me, again, and for anybody that's dieting uh, for a long period of time, having spinach and or, or excuse me, having those little treats is just great. And one of the things that I wanted to share with you guys is one of my tricks to enjoying and getting a massive amount of spinach in. Uh, you can use a microwave if you want to, or you can actually just throw it in a saucepan with a little bit of coconut oil, and you're going to stir it up, and you're going to let that spinach sort of uh, start to wilt. And then once it starts to wilt, starts to wilt, turn the heat off and let it wilt naturally with that little bit of coconut oil. Put a little bit of salt on it, and then you're going to take a little bit of balsamic or a little bit of rice vinegar, and you're going to mix it with that vinegar. And oh man, that spinach and vinegar is such an amazing meal. It's like it's heaven. It is so good. If you like the taste of vinegar, if you like salt and vinegar potato chips, you're going to love this because it's just a freaking awesome treat. Wow. I got to try that. Uh, thanks for sharing that. That's great. Um, another one we have on the list here, which kind of overrated, I think, which is kale. I mean, yeah. you know, go ahead. No, just another one. Another one that contains that, you know, that DIM, which is the same thing that we found in the broccoli, same thing we found in the spinach, the uh, deindole methane, which is going to, again, help lower those uh, estrogen levels and keep the testosterone levels high. But a, a tremendous, tremendous source of vitamin A. And vitamin A is something you, you typically have to get from the diet. Doesn't It's, it's hard to get otherwise, and which is going to totally help with your eyesight, too. So if your testosterone levels are high and your eyesight is good, then, oh, man, you're just you're just a predator. <laughs> 
So, uh, but you know, there's nothing super fancy about kale other than the fact that it's just a nutrient powerhouse. It doesn't have any uh, specific properties that are super amazing, but uh, it's another one that you can throw in your smoothies or throw in a salad that's that's going to help you boost those testosterone levels. So the common denominator right now is DIM, huh? Um, it, it, it really is because it okay. really helps lower those estrogen levels. And I know we're sounding like a broken record, but if there's one thing that we can get across is that it doesn't necessarily mean how high your testosterone levels is. It comes down to that ratio of how high your testosterone to how low your estrogen is. Uh, if you're too low on both, however, it can, you know, it can wreak havoc on your body and you can, you can just feel lethargic and not have a lot of energy, generally fatigued. So you, you want to keep it within range, but you do want to keep those estrogen levels pretty low. I know, you know, but, but when, you, when you talked about that, I think I uh, we need to do an episode about how to lower your estrogen level. I mean, just the entire thing, because what causes estrogen level, well, actually the causes of uh, raising the estrogen level in guys. Um, I think drinking is part of it. I think it's, a, you know, just a bad diet. But that's why guys are getting, let's say, man boobs, they call them, right? You know, just because. Yep. It's called, yeah, gynecomastia, where you actually develop. Yeah, if you folks have ever noticed, and you know, guys, I'm human. I like a beer every now and then. But if you look at someone that is a chronic beer drinker, uh, you'll notice that not only do they have a distended stomach and a, and a belly, but a lot of times they get, um, you know, again, to be completely blunt and to kind of say the phrase, they get man boobs. They get those uh, female-like breast tissue that starts to develop, and it's unsightly for a male. You know, it's all fine and dandy for a woman, but it's it's very unsightly. And it's it's lowers the confidence of a lot of men that don't understand why their testosterone levels are so low and their estrogen levels are so high. So there's a lot of foods in, in smoking pot. There's a lot of uh, marijuana users out there that'll uh, have the same issue. Yeah. And I think uh, totally that's a great episode that we will we will record here soon. It's just because it's just uh, there's a lot to talk about in that arena. So moving on to the next one. Um, same thing again. Let's just go back really quick with kale. Same thing. All through kale with spinach, with some half of avocado and, and then just almond milk and just have it as a smoothie. So that's how I consume my kale. Yeah, perfect. Well, this next one, number five, is one of my, well, it used to be one of my secrets until the mainstream started figuring it out. Uh-oh. And that's, I know, all my little secrets are slowly coming out, so I might as well just get them out to you. <laughs> uh, it's, those, it's those little chia seeds, you know, the things that we used to, like, back in the 90s, we used to get those chia pets. And, and I don't know if you ever saw those at deal because I know you were uh, you weren't in, this, in, in the States, but there are those little animals where you plant the chia seeds and the little grass would grow and you can make a little pork. So <laughs> did you ever see those? I've seen this. Yeah, I have. That's yeah. funny. So I had, I had one when I was a kid. I had one that was like this. Uh, I think it was Homer Simpson. You could you know grow his hair. And anyway, <laughs> so it's it's a it's a total superfood seed, and it's loaded, just loaded to the brim with antioxidants and a, and a great source of protein. If you if you're not consuming animal products, or if you're a vegetarian, or if you're a vegan. Um, so and of course, it's got those omega three fatty acids in it, which are tremendous for the brain, and again promote the release of testosterone. Gotcha. And then how do you consume it? If you... um, I used to just eat them plain. Really? You know, because I used to, yeah, I used to like the crunch. And I, they're, they're really small seeds. I used to play a little game. I'd like put them in my mouth and I'd try to bite them. But they're like kind of slippery and they're small. <laughs> so it's like they'd slip around your mouth and you'd try to bite them and get a crunch. And it was like a, it was like a score when I'd crunch them. Because you do want to crunch them. Because if they don't get crunched, a lot of times your body will just pass, pass them through as a seed and, undigest, and, and won't digest them. So okay. uh, try to crunch them. So if you're going to eat them raw, try to grind them. Take a spoon, the back of a spoon, and just crush them. 
and then put it in some yogurt, do it in something like that. And it uh, works pretty damn good. That's awesome. For me, I just do them in my smoothies and in, um, I put them in oatmeal. In the morning. Oh, that's I haven't. You know what? I haven't done that. Um, it's a good idea to put them in. Put them in my gluten-free oats because, like, you know how chia seeds when you get them wet, they get that like little layer around them. How they kind of get mm-hmm. that gel-like layer. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, yep, yep. So it would like. I don't know. It seems like it would make the oatmeal really hearty and it would make it uh, that much more palatable. I know sometimes people have issues with oatmeal because it's so bland, but this would, this is a good way to, that's a good idea to add yeah. some body to your oatmeal. I'm going to start putting that in my diet plans for uh, some of my, uh, my higher end clients that are working with me on that. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's a, it's a great one. Um, the next line is olive oil. So me growing up in the Mediterranean, this was our, we live and breathe olive oil. So uh, the Mediterranean area is where the actual real deal is, you know, when it comes to olive oil so extra version oil olive oil um do you like it i love it but i mean i've uh the next one on our list is another another oil that i'm a big fan of so i kind of got pushed away by that one but um you know olive oil was huge five six seven years ago before some of these other oils and newfound you know crazy oils mct and stuff like that have come out then it uh olive oil was the staple it was the main thing it was extremely anti-inflammatory it would help you you know reduce uh, it was almost like a natural aspirin it would really help uh, reduce pain in the knees and things like that and then it would um so, so it would help with a lot of things but you being from the mediterranean i mean there's you know it's shown like mediterranean diets just from a health standpoint are one of the healthiest diets uh, yeah. on the planet i mean do you and for those listeners, do you do you know what the actual like difference is between the extra virgin and virgin and just regular olive oil? You know what? Honestly, I do not know the the difference. I think the taste maybe it's like how strong the 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 oil is, the olive oil. So extra I think, virgin. I think that's what it is too. I think it's just yeah. how far, how much it's been refined. Exactly. And then for us, when um, where I grew up, I mean, my my parents will go into this farm and they will they will actually go in and and see it getting grind i mean the 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 olives getting grind and everything like that and then just get you know grab it in a i don't know like one of those buckets or whatever then they filter it and whatnot but that's 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 how we consumed it and it was one of those things like oh you feeling um tired or you're you're running and your stuff is very tight so okay let's just use olive oil to do it oh you're sick and you have sore throat okay just use olive oil so it's almost like everywhere you go that is an olive oil olive oil is good for something so it's almost like for us it was like a magical oil you know what i mean no it's that's exactly kind of how uh, I, I was grown uh, i was raised too i mean i'm um mostly i got a lot of italian and me so that italian i mean my my dad's uh my dad's side is predominantly italian so he was always big into throwing up the uh the olive oil on everything and yeah so it, it's cool i love it and while we're on the topic of olive oil might as well just go into that other oil that everyone's talking about and that's good old coconut oil mm-hmm. and uh you know coconut oil is it gets a bad rap because it's a saturated fat because it's, uh, you know, it's, but that, that, that doesn't mean anything. Saturated fats, that, that is old news. It's a myth. Saturated fats are not necessarily bad. It's trans fats that are bad. Yeah. And that's, uh, definitely, I did not consume olive oil in, uh, or co- coconut oil until I moved here. I always, um, use coconut as, you know, fruit or whatever, but here it's definitely like the, past two years or something there's some revolution about this whole you know the benefits of coconut oil and what it does and i honestly um i think i told you about this before but when i was working out and adding when i was on 
where my fats won't won't cut completely from my diet it's just to add olive oil to my meals and i feel like hulk i feel so strong at the gym it's not even funny i mean it's uh and i think i asked you one one point about it yeah, no, it's well, and the reason behind that is is coconut oil is what's called an MCT oil or medium chain triglyceride, and triglycerides are sort of a precursor to a fatty acid in a sense, and that type of fat is is very readily available for energy, so it's easily used as energy instead of getting stored as fat. Whereas like some other fats, like some other um, uh, polyunsaturated and monounsaturated fats, can be used a little bit more for uh, for fat storage. Whereas this medium chain triglyceride is almost readily available for energy. So if you're on a low carb diet and you're consuming, uh, trying to get some fats in you, and you're you're bonking on energy, I'm telling you those MCTs will actually give you that little boost that you need. Those those MCTs, so so coconut oil, even palm oil, is there's really the way to go there um, but I guess we gotta uh, there's so many benefits of, of coconut oil it's uh, it's easy to get off track and, and talk about actually the whole purpose of the podcast which is talking about testosterone mm-hmm. oh so so just to to um, for the listeners that talk about the you know I heard people talking and asking questions about the bulletproof coffee like what do you what are your thought on that yeah, there's Bulletproof Coffee and there's another one called Mammoth Coffee. And those are actually have coconut oil in them. Um, so because they the premise behind that is that people have their coffee in the morning. And sometimes the best time to get those medium chain triglycerides is going to be in the morning when your body's going to be receptive to it. So you have your coffee and that Mammoth Coffee, it, it almost tastes like it kind of tastes like burnt toast with, with a little bit of butter on it. I mean, I'm not even kidding. It's like coffee <laughs> that tastes like burnt toast. But this stuff is amazing. I mean, it's, a, it's something about the way that the the fat carries the caffeine through your body too it just works tremendously it gives you a nice burst of energy you don't crash from it and then you get uh, you get those medium chain triglycerides which are going to be used as energy and consequently help your body continue to utilize free fatty acids as a form of energy which means it's going to derive them from your adipose tissue and you're going to start breaking them down in the form of uh breaking down your fat tissue in the form of energy. That's awesome. So so is it, so this is one just one form of how you use coconut oil. So I take it you use it in different ways or do you use coconut oil in, I don't know, um, making you a dessert, healthy desserts or oh, anything like that? Do, you can do anything. We can do a whole podcast on coconut oil ideal. I mean, like seriously, I, uh, I, I use it in my hair sometimes. I mean, literally I'll wash my hair and use a little bit of coconut oil to help nourish and get some body back to my hair and help moisturize my hair. There, wow. There's so much, but it really does help boost the release of testosterone again, just because those healthy fats, those healthy uh, uh, saturated fats, you know, again, your body's hormones are thriving off of fats. So when you get those fats in there, boom, yeah, those testosterone levels are great. And coconut oil is extremely beneficial for women. There's a, there's a multitude of reasons. You don't have to go into exquisite detail, but uh, very beneficial for women. That's awesome. Well, that's I think this is a great info here that we provide for our listeners here about the seven foods that will help you raise your testosterone level naturally. And I think we will explore more other foods and we'll share them, but for now, this is this is your Bible if you want to raise your testosterone and lower your estrogen safely and naturally. Yeah, I, I totally agree, guys. And everyone, again, 
uh, stay in, you know, stay in tune to these podcasts. We're going to be doing lots more with a lot of information and a lot of cool things coming up. Uh, you know, also our YouTube channel as well as Facebook and Instagram is full of these helpful tips. Uh, again, Thomas DeLauer on uh, Facebook and Instagram and Adil, you want to uh, take it away and, and tell them a little bit about the iTunes ranking and everything like that. Too? Absolutely. So if you guys enjoyed this podcast, we would love for you to go into iTunes and leave us five star review and then just tell us what you love. And then if you have anything that you have yeah, that's kind of you know, some misconception or misinformation or anything like that, you can always email us and you could go and download Thomas's body hacks at thomasdelauer.com slash giveaway or just go into thomasdelauer.com you'll see it put in there and you'll he'll send you a a list of five body hacks that they're pretty amazing that you will use for you know for purposes of staying lean healthy and all that stuff okay and um stay tuned till next one um your body's a temple trade it with respect yeah and remember stay down to earth cheers Thank you.